0: Welcome to episode 19 of The Local Meta, my name is Fletcher. And I'm John. So John, how's the weekend been going?
1: Busy as hell. <laughs> yeah. A lot of stuff going on this weekend.
0: Yeah, we um, uh, we hit up a, a show the other day and some guy complimented you on your fine shirt.
1: Yeah, I wore my, my Is It League shirt. And I made the comment, Is It League Best League? And he said, eh! And which resulted <laughs> in me... Going and confronting the bouncer, who he was, who he is, mind you, as we were leaving, asking what guild is possibly better than Is <laughs> it?
0: What was his response? I, I was kind of like not paying attention and tired because I'm old and
1: uh, he he, s- he said the problem isn't that Is it is like not the best guild. The problem is Is it makes it so no one else gets to have any fun because of the way you have to build decks if you're playing Is it, which I understand. Not a bug. Yeah, I, my problem <laughs> with that assessment is you're going off of what the colors do, not what the gl- guild itself represents.
0: Ah, fair enough. People at... people tend to associate that though.
1: Yeah, it's like yeah, you know, you're you're a control deck if you play those colors, but you can also randomly have Goblin Test Pilot in your deck,
0: which is which is my favorite thing ever. But which is yeah, fabulous. so. The random shout-out to Bouncer at the Red Herring Lounge.
1: Yep. Great show, by the way. Good concert.
0: Yep. It was a good time.
1: And uh, otherwise, I just got back from a wedding from a local Magic Player friend of mine. Congratulations. Magic
0: Players to... can get married?
1: Yeah, apparently. Congratulations to Sean Sean, and Nicole Hobbs on their wedding. Well, that's They're,
0: exciting. Congrats, you
1: know, guys. Bound together for all of eternity. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so
0: we're going to kind of cover something. Well, we had a two-parter last week, air quotes. Um, so we missed out on a really big week for Magic, actually. And we're going to talk about it this week, now that we've all had time to process it and deal with everything. So we're just going to kind of go through all the stuff from announcement week and, you know, talk about what's going on with that.
1: Yeah, it's a lot of stuff happened in a single week, so yeah. I guess we'll start in chronological order.
0: That sounds like a fine order, so. First thing was Monday, Maru posted an article called Metamorphosis 2.0, which basically uh, it changed a bunch of things. They're changing how they're doing blocks again. Hooray? Which...
1: Question mark? <laughs>
0: So, we'll summarize what's going on. So, small sets gone. There will be no such thing as a small set anymore. With that, core sets are coming back. One a year. One a year. So those are the two big changes. So, John, what are what are your thoughts on this so far?
1: All right, and this is entirely from a limited perspective. I'm actually a big fan of this because. Now, the way that it's going to be is like, I've never really liked the second set of any block for draft wise.
0: There's been very few.
1: Yeah, like there, it makes it really awkward, right? Because it forces, it shoehorns them into trying to like still keep the same feel as the first set while trying to have new mechanics to make things fun and exciting, and it can just get really, really awkward for people. So this way, like they don't have this, there is no second set. They don't, so they don't have to worry about keeping that going, which is just really nice for them. Yeah. And- in regards to corsets, I love corset drafting. Oh my god,
0: I am so happy for corsets.
1: Like, there's nothing better than corset drafting. That's just life, right? I
0: love, I love corset drafting. I know, like, honestly, we're probably like somewhat of the minority here because corset is just like,
1: it's it's meat, like and potatoes, bread and butter. Like, it's all yeah. you need.
0: And I love it. And I know all you do is eat like meat and potatoes and bread and butter because you don't eat anything. So yeah. this is like right up your alley too. Simplicity, is like, great. Honestly though, like if they were like, yeah, we're gonna reintroduce corsets, but we're only just gonna reprint M thirteen every year, I'd be happy.
1: I feel like it would be a little imbalanced.
0: I don't even care. I love M thirteen so much. <laughs> By the way, I got my packs in the mail for our chaos draft, and it's gonna be impossible to wait a whole month without yeah, opening
1: them. You have to not crack them. That's why I wait until the day before.
0: <laughs> I had to order these though.
1: Yeah, you could have ordered Sweet. them the week before.
0: No nah, man, I'm not playing that. I'm not playing dangerous like that. I just want to have them. I have more willpower than you.
1: Nah,
0: lucky mm, you. Mirage, Mirage and M13. <laughs> okay, but so I agree with you. In the the only large sets is a good thing.
1: Yes. Like, um, like
0: out, outside of the perspective of limited too.
1: Yeah, I I had another thing I was gonna say along those lines, and I completely forgot what it was now. So I'm I'm guessing it was completely irrelevant.
0: <laughs> probably it, it was probably something that I was gonna say, but you just wanted me to say it. But so, like, I think it makes things. So I liked blocks. Blocks were cool. Like, yes. there's there's nothing like I don't think blocks were bad, but there were issues with them. Like the third set problem was something that they did with the two when they moved to the two set block model. Um, second sets have always had a weird identity, like. And one thing that really sucked is if you ended up with, like, a box of the second set, you couldn't just, like, go draft it.
1: Yeah, you can't do anything with it, which really sucked.
0: Yeah, it felt really, really bad. Um, so, like, that was really kind of crappy. Um, and so the so the weirdest thing that makes me happy about all large sets, and this is probably the stupidest reason ever, but I collect common on play sets of sets. And this means that all the boxes I put those in now are exactly the same size.
1: Which is perfect.
0: I know, and I because because otherwise, because you always would have the long ones and the short ones and the long ones and the short ones so that the cards would fit and, like, I know it's dumb, but I'm super happy that I can just do that now and just stack them all together.
1: I mean, that's appreciating <laughs> making your own collection simpler is perfectly fine, though. There's nothing wrong with that. Like, I can get behind that.
0: <laughs> I mean, it's just a little perk of the whole the whole system and everything like that. Which, by the way, the fact that they ever printed cards not like the current frames, it just pisses me off because <laughs> trying to read collector numbers on anything old is just impossible.
1: Pleasure. That's blasphemy, though. If you're not playing the oldest form of every card, clearly you're just not a good enough Magic player.
0: I mean, I'm not a good enough Magic player, but those people are wrong also. <laughs> um, <laughs> but... Yeah. So, Debbie, I mean, do you have any more? So, do you have any more thoughts on the the block structure piece? I guess right now, because there's a couple uh, other things relating to this that I want to talk about.
1: I don't think so. Like, I like the fact we're going to be changing worlds every set, which it also potentially
0: potentially, potentially. they said like, they may stay on the same set for or on the same plane for multiple sets if need be, yeah. but each will sort of have its own will be slightly more independent. I think. Yeah, they're not. They, they said they will
1: carry over stuff. stuff.
0: I think it gives them a lot more freedom, and I think they need that to some degree with with things. I don't know. Especially with the way they're telling the story now, too, mm. which is the piece I was going to hit next. Um, so in that article also, Maro stated that they're going to be changing how they release the Gatewatch in card form. So you won't see them, like, there won't be as many Gatewatch Planeswalker cards, basically. Yeah. And they're changing, like, they're going to be the main protagonist, but I th- they're shifting how they're going to be weaving them into the story and everything. So, like, you won't always have, you know, Gideon in every set. You won't always have Jace in every set. You won't always have Chandra in every set. It'll, it'll kind of weave in and out with some of the, the story pieces, which, honestly, they were kind of doing that, but I'm guessing they're going to make it far more apparent, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, what, with the new Nissa coming out, there's five standard legal Nissas right now. Yeah, which is insane,
0: and like, everybody loves Gideon.
1: Yep every every person loves the a big slab of meat.
0: Mm-hmm. I, I just pulled up the. I was just looking at the article really quick here, and uh, he even made the comment: "We may even have some blocks where none of the Gatewatch appear." Which although, is e- although even those blocks will still be relevant to the larger story, which is yeah. fine. Yeah, I'm fine with that. Like, and and this as I you know you heard me in... Previous podcasts and stuff. I've I've been relatively supportive of the storytelling method they've been doing. Mm-hmm. Like I think I think the gatewatch model is the correct decision for them. However, I am still okay with them dialing it back and not doing them as much. If that makes sense, you know.
1: yeah. Can I make a really weird, somewhat off-topic comment about this metamorphosis thing? Sure. So I've been staring at tomorrow's little graph for how rotation is going to be happening ever since yes. we started talking so we have soup spaghetti yeah. meatballs yes. milk and archery
0: yes they changed how they were how they labeled sets
1: what's milk supposed to be connected to
0: uh, i believe it was cookies
1: but cookies is gone or cookies is not the core set
0: Crookies is now a corset, so they know it's going to be a corset, so they're just saying. All that. right,
1: that makes sense, I guess. Sorry, I was just like, I'm looking at that, I'm like, what?
0: Yeah, so that's what's going on.
1: So that means the first corset must be salad, soup, and salad.
0: Uh, must be something like that, I think.
1: Oh, yeah. Sorry, off topic, but just staring at this little graph that Mahoro made.
0: Okay, I, I'm sure he didn't make it, but yeah. <laughs> okay. So, um, anything else that you have thoughts on the whole Metamorphosis article before we move uh, on to the next somewhat, piece?
1: The somewhat relevant, since it's something that I'm, I'm very involved in because I collect a lot of them, is the Masterpiece series.
0: Oh, They're, yes, the Masterpiece series.
1: They are reverting that to being a lot less common. Like, it's no longer going to be every set like we were kind of getting into. It's going to only be mm-hmm. every, like, two or whatever.
0: hmm
1: Which is... It's kind of nice. It makes them... It's it still keeps them feeling fresh and unique, and it it's not forcing them to jump through a lot of weird hoops, to try and get stuff to fit. Like the yeah. indications don't really mesh well together.
0: I don't know. I was fine with them. Like honestly, if they never, if they were just like sweet cards that we can creatively put on this world, I'd be fine with that.
1: Yeah. Like I get that. Like I'm fine with that too, but I under- also understand why like I do. People yeah. Don't,
0: you know, I get it.
1: Either way, I'm going to, collect them because i enjoy random looking stuff
0: so you have way too much money that too Uh, okay so ready to move on to the next part
1: yes let's see okay we'll move beyond it
0: all right i'm cracking my knuckles here should we get ready all right so we'll
1: hit
0: the we'll hit the not super serious part uh so magic digital they made some announcement duels is going away they're they're developing a new program in-house
1: yes interesting i'm surprised i haven't heard more hate for them from for about this
0: people are pissed really yeah on reddit people are absolutely pissed
1: well no i have because i i'm i'm people are pissed off that they're getting rid of duels which i understand but i haven't heard a lot of hate over the fact that it's going to be in-house okay because a lot of people hate mtgo because it's entirely in-house and they think that's the problem
0: I tend to agree with that to some degree. So, like yeah. Magic as a Magic is not a digital production company. No, like, but and they're terrible with anything computer related in-house. Like think like Gather has been broken for like when did Theros come out? Forever. <laughs> yeah, like so, like basically like since like Theros or something like that. Like 3 years or something. I don't know. It's 2-3 years. So like even just making websites and shit like they're just they just can't do it but i am i'm going to be suspiciously optimistic how about that
1: well if you look at like the the people they've been hiring a lot lately they have been hiring a lot of like computer like game designers and like web-based stuff people so like they are hiring people to help with this shit
0: yeah, and that is why I'm suspiciously optimistic because yeah. they're they're making the correct steps. Like um I know a while back after he left the company um and I I take what he says with a little bit of a grain of salt, but uh John Laux uh did an interview with uh Marshall Sutcliffe on not on limited resources but on the side podcast he did. Uh-huh. And his thoughts was that what Wizards needs to do is basically create their own digital studio, and not necessarily have it be part of Magic R and D. If that makes sense.
1: Yeah. Would like you... and just
0: and make it slightly separate, but still the same thing. If that makes any sense.
1: Yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah. Like hire people whose sole job is to make a game that functions, yes. and mm-hmm. put magic in this in that platform.
0: Yeah. So we'll we'll see what happens. I don't know. I'm like they're gonna be previewing some stuff at Hascon. So we'll we'll cross our fingers. Honestly, if they recently knew reskin Shandalar, I'd be super happy because that <laughs> game was awesome, if not broken.
1: Uh, highly broken from what I recall.
0: Yes, it was. Um, also, we'll just mention it really quick because I was mentioning the article: Magic: The Gathering MMO, produced by Perfect World and Cryptic Studios, same people who did Neverwinter. So they have a working relationship with this company. Yeah. Please so,
1: God let it be good.
0: It I don't know. As as I said, I've played Neverwinter. Um I actually pre ordered like and or bought like Collector's Edition and like started up playing uh the other one of their other games, Star Trek Online. Um but I played Star Trek Online and the my opinion of Cryptic's games is they're always just fine. Yeah. They're not super exciting they're not terrible but they're just fine and that doesn't really do anything so i don't know hopefully i'm suspiciously optimistic about this too i guess
1: to be fair sto (laughs) they were it had really good space combat it just had really mediocre ground combat
0: there there were a lot of things about sto where it's like like they have something here but there was just something missing and I couldn't quite put my finger on what was missing. But, mm-hmm. but like, if they, if they just tweaked something, and I don't even know what it was, it, would, it could have been insane. Like, just great. But it was always just fine. <laughs> so. I,
1: wonder, I, always, I wonder if, like, do we know if the, the Magic MMO is going to be free-to-play?
0: Uh, it will be a free-to-play action RPG, I believe is what they said.
1: A lot of the time, whenever I feel like something's missing from a game, it always tends that that game is free-to-play, and I don't know if it's just the way my mind, like, I'm just viewing it through a different lens as a result of that, or if it's actively, like, something about how you make a free-to-play game makes it more like that. It
0: could be. Like, my my things with uh, STO were never equated to money, though. Like, or, or to, like, the stuff that was gated behind money. Fair. So I'm never, I, I'm never sure. Like it was always just base mechanics. Like, and yeah. I don't think I could spend any amount of money in the game to change how, my my opinion of it.
1: I remember the key bindings were super awkward in that game. Well,
0: oh, that was just but, something. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> let's get on the real magic. <laughs> let's get onto the real piece of this. Oh, so that was the Magic Digital stuff they mentioned all too. So here's the real piece that they mentioned. So they had abandoned restricted announcement, and Aetherworks Marvel is banned yep yep john how do we feel about bannings
1: well you know it's it's very important that you constantly ban cards from your premier format to completely crush and destroy all forms of uh you know customer faith in you you know every time someone gets into a new deck you don't want people to get too complacent with a deck that you know they think is good so after they pour hundreds of dollars into the secondary market, which you have no benefit from whatsoever, they just lose all that money, right? So that way they don't have any... They don't have a reason to keep buying cards on the secondary market, and eventually cards will plummet, and then the secondary market can finally become reasonable again. (laughs)
0: Okay. I So... I suppose... I I haven't played standard in this format, I'll admit. Mm -hmm. Like... Is, is this format as up as it seems to be? Like, or that people make it out to be? No. Okay. Like, I feel like people think it is, and then start wailing about it, and nothing happens. And, like, seeing the spoilers for Hour of Devastation, which literally, like, we've seen a bunch of answers that people have been asking for come out, like, it just makes me mad that they're banning more cards.
1: So, I know I brought this up before, the last time we talked about bannings. Uh
0: Uh-huh, we're gonna do it again, though.
1: I still think the problem is the pro players, right?
0: I mean, I agree with you. (laughs)
1: Like, so, I actually got into a pretty reasonable argument with someone over this banning because they were they kept posting shit on facebook about it and they're like oh this is so you know thank god this is gone blah 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 the they actually posted the numbers the like mathematical facts about marvel both online and in gps you want to know the really interesting part
0: it didn't have a positive matchup against really anything in the field
1: like one deck yeah one or two that's it <laughs> Like, literal reality that that deck was a... Do- like, it wasn't, like, bad against everyone. It was, like, minim- I think its minimum win rate against anyone was, like, 40%. Which is yeah. still fine. Mean, it was
0: it was, it was was okay against everything. Yeah. Okay to good against everything. It
1: was Jund.
0: Yeah, it was Jund. Which,
1: obviously, very different playstyle, but, or, yeah. like, that's just a very common thing. Like, you know, it's 50-50 against the field, and that's what it was. It had the horrible perception of oh my opponent just turned forward an Ulamog and I lose the game and people complain about that. When the actual mathematical probability of that happening is low. Like you it's like eleven percent of your games that can happen. So eleven percent of your games you lose on the spot because your opponent turned forward and Ulamog. Which don't get me wrong, that really, really sucks. Yeah. Well, I can't like the somewhere around there has to be the number like the number of times where you know, you just get land screwed. Yeah. And you still lose. And like there's so many other reasons why you can just lose the game on like effectively lose the game because of random shit that like yes, it was a little too often that it happens, but I heard like so the person they were complaining about, you know, like, Oh, well there is these two people who always played Marvel and I'm like, Yes, but those are two of the best people in our store Like, they would win no matter what deck they were playing. One of them was literally only playing, because he only ever plays a control deck, and he says, it's just nice to be able to sit back and not have to think super hard. (laughs) Right? You know? And she was like, well, there's this other person who also plays this deck. I'm like, the the other person she was referencing, you want to know one of the things he would marvel into? Sandworm Convergence. (laughs) He had, like, three (laughs) Ulamogs in the deck and a bunch of other random fun stuff. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. A turn four Sandworm Convergence? Kind of annoying. It's good. But the problem with that isn't the Sandworm Convergence. The problem with that is he's effectively ramping. That's why Marvel was broken. It's what you're ramping into. You cannot have a tender up on turn four and have reasonable things be happening. Yeah, And, like... Yeah, the actual, and then, so after all the, after the actual numbers were posted, a pro made a comment on Twitter where he's like, well, you know, it's really, the thing that WotC isn't taking into account is that all of those decks that have a positive win rate against Marvel were specifically d- built, like the cards were chosen, to have a positive win rate against Marvel. There is nothing wrong with that. That is called a game." That is reality. You don't say, well, you know, these cards, these decks have a really good matchup against Affinity, but that's because they happen to have four cards in their sideboard plus a couple other random cards they can play in their sideboard to be good against Affinity. It's like, no. They built their deck correctly to beat Affinity, and that's something that you do in older formats. Something you do in every format except for apparently in standard, people don't think you should have to do that. Yeah. Like, Seriously. It's fine if some if the you know the mono black zombies deck, which is tailored to play against affinity, hap- or player to play against Marvel, happens to have a good Marble matchup because it's, it's, so, it's, it's every to. other deck anyways. <laughs> It's like, yes, I'm not going to lie, the 11% chance that every time they those the Marvel person plays a the game, they effectively win the game on turn 4, it sucks. But you know what? I would rather lose the game on turn 4 to someone going turn, you know, d- turn 4 Ulamog, than lose the game on turn 20 when some f- top decks a Siege Rhino, when I have infinite removal in my hand but no counterspells, when I'm a turn away from ultimating my Ugin. Yeah. You know what? I've lost that all the time. That was literally 20 minutes down the drain. And it feels just as bad as a turn for Ulamog, except if I get turn for Ulamog, at least I can still go to the bathroom in between my games.
0: Yeah. Like, or you know it's worse than learning to a, losing to a turn for Ulamog, learning losing to a turn for a Gideon.
1: Yeah, which I do constantly. <laughs> I literally Cuz think cuz the
0: Ulamog will kill you that turn basically. The, the Gideon doesn't do it and for like you know, how many turns and you basically just have to waste your time.
1: Yeah, you know how much of a kick in the nuts it is when he's like, Oh, I'm gonna turn three this discard spell, I'm gonna take your Gideon, and then they top deck another Gideon and you lose to it anyways. Yep. Because Gideon is just that damn good. Yep. It's like holy shit balls. Yes, was, Gideon. Was Marvel bad? Yes. Marvel had the innate problem of allowing pers- someone to play a ten drop on turn four or five or six.
0: Which, part of the problem with that also is is that card was not supposed to be in standard.
1: Yes, like, Ulamog should not be best. in standard. <laughs> like, every single thing that is wrong with this standard format would be fixed if they were released the way they were supposed to be. Yep. Like, ugh. And like, yeah, like you said, like all of a sudden we have all these hate cards being printed in both Ixalan and Hour of Devastation that hose the crap out of the cards that are banned right now. It's like, there's a lot of graveyard hate, which makes Emrakul less powerful. There's a lot of, like, there's the actual three mana stifle card that oh, yeah. when you cycle when you cycle it, you stifle something.
0: Mm-hmm. That's
1: pretty damn good, actually. Like, yeah. It's like, oh, stifle your activation, you still lose all your shit. It's like, that's yeah. pretty good. I'm pretty okay with that. And we, I actually, I'm actually kind of annoyed that I wish it cycled for less and it actually had an, also had an ETB of stifling, but that might be too good. Yeah. It's just really just. I mean, it's, it's,
0: it's still a cool card.
1: It's like, all of a sudden we have all this stuff and I bet you like, they can't unban anything because if they yeah, unban like, anything can't. and it winds up still like seeing a lot of play, everyone will co- completely freak out.
0: Yeah. Like, everybody will just trip balls and be like, oh, well, like you, why would you unban this? Because, yeah, it's, I don't know. Like, I, I, though I, I have to say, I appreciate the tweet I saw from Aaron Forsyth. when he basically admitted that, yes, we banned the card because people thought it was a problem.
1: Yeah, like, he literally just flat out said that, which is great.
0: I, and I appreciate that they just came and said it, and they're like, they're like, yeah, we banned it because people were mad.
1: Right, and for anyone who wants to say, well, the people who play like Aetherworks Marvel can just play answers to the cards that hate them out, that's fine. Yeah. Because that's an evolving metagame.
0: Like the the problem, like I think the problem we always have with bannings is not like the the problem we have is that people just get lazy. It feels like.
1: Yeah, like, everyone always says that, you know, Standard sucks because blah, blah, blah. It's like, Modern's so much better because you have to do all this stuff. Actually, Modern
0: sucks balls. Modern's a terrible format.
1: Absolutely. But, like, here's the thing. Every time, like, Modern is an evolving format. If you don't adapt to it, your deck will be bad. Why can't Standard be the same? Why do people (laughs) feel as if they're entitled to just play whatever the hell they want because they feel like it? It's like, And yeah. it's like, yeah, if you get sick of losing to a combo deck, once again, that comes down to the people in your meta. Mm-hmm. And no one, like, everyone just looks at it as like, oh, you know, the problem's entirely the format. It's not the people who play the format.
0: I mean, you don't see me sitting here bitching about, like, with Modern, it's like, oh, well, I just can't play Blue Moon because Affinity's too good. Yeah. Like, like, everybody's just playing Affinity, I can't play Blue Moon. Like, that's just the reality of a format, like it's just not a good deck right now yeah and that's, that's fine. fine like some like deck's will rise and fall
1: yeah like i have said it before i'll say it again if your goal is to win grand Prix and ptqs and stuff like that you should not care what you're playing yes. if your goal is to win fnms stop
0: <laughs> like, you're doing it
1: wrong <laughs> like quit magic if your goal if all you care about is winning fnm quit magic it's not meant for you because yeah. FNM, it's about having fun. Like, yes, winning is fun. Don't get me wrong, I play to win. But that's not yeah. my entire goal. Okay.
0: Like, yeah, if you want to win PTs and Grand Prix and, you know, get on the Pro Tour and stuff like that, it's like, yeah, do that and go crush your crush your your PT or your, uh, PPTQs and Grand Prix and stuff like that. But if you're just trying to spike, like, FNMs, it's just... Man, it's... You know, it's like it's like being a professional basketball player and just like playing a pick up up game with some people and crushing them all the time instead. Yeah, like it. You're not doing anything there except kind of being an asshole.
1: Exactly. Like if if all you care about is winning, so where you feel like you have to play Marvel at an FM, like actual factual Marvel. It's like yeah, you're you care too much about winning. Like why are you at an FM? Go to a Grand Prix yeah it's like oh you're is it because you're not good enough to win a grand prix is that why do you is do you not like the fact that i'm holding up a mirror to your soul and you have to understand <laughs> that you're not as good as you think you are well that's unfortunate
0: <laughs> none of us are as good as we think we are
1: no <laughs> i willingly admit that i like that i know that i have limitations like and i don't i think too many people don't do that yeah
0: like, take a really critical look at yourself someday and just, like, or actually a lot of the time you should be taking a really critical look at yourself and just thinking of, like thinking about that stuff. Just even in your life, like, you know, what, like, we, we can kind of stop and think, like, oh, I'm super good at this thing. But it's, like, stop and think about what you're not good at for a little while. Yeah. And Like, how does that affect, affect things? And, you know, because there's ways to leverage that to some degree. Like, there's a lot of things I know I'm not good at, but I find ways to either mitigate that or prop it up or just accept it.
1: Yeah, like, there's some things you can change, there's some things you can't change. Focus on them.
0: So there's your there's your magic life life advice. Alright, should we move on? Probably. <laughs> okay. So we kind of hinted at it. Apparently they're going to be releasing new sets in the future.
1: Yay! And they ga-
0: they gave some of those names. So... Let's uh, We'll just start going down and we can talk about stuff. So first up, we kind of knew it was coming, but um, uh, we have uh, the sets after Hour of Dev or after a Monquette block and Hour of Devastation is Ixalan. Yay. Is that what it was? Yeah. That's the, it?
1: the Pirates Dinosaur Aztec set.
0: Yeah, Pirates versus Dinosaurs.
1: I'm so confused as to what's going on here. What do you mean? I don't know, just the Pirate Dinosaurs
0: yeah, what about it?
1: <laughs> and,
0: and just as a side note, Rivals of Ixalan is the set after that, but whatever. Yeah,
1: it'll be. I'm excited.
0: I, you know, I think I'll be, I'll be optimistic. Like, yeah. I think it's going to be a good set. Like, I, I mean, they've honestly, as much as people have f- bitched and shit, the last number of sets have been pretty dang good. I mean, BFZ was, eh, but it wasn't homelands
1: yeah like bfc was unfortunate but that's because of where they took the story right like actual yeah, yeah. kaladesh was kind of sweet i kaladesh was
0: quite sweet in my opinion Yeah,
1: i really enjoy the lore of amonkhet even though i'm not really enjoying the limited format i like it as a set like my biggest complaint about ixalan is the fact that the dinosaurs have feathers
0: that's my biggest hype about it
1: like, I get that that's, like, the historically accurate dinosaurs now, but they okay. look stupid.
0: No, they do not. So, Di- also, so, feathered dinosaurs work better for this set. Not necessarily all sets, but this set, because they're also more aztec Yes,
1: I suppose.
0: I mean, I think, I think, it, the I think it was, yeah, whatever, that, yeah, whatever. <laughs> but I think aesthetically it works better for this set. Like, if they went to, uh, to another set, like, maybe I'd want, like, pop culture dinosaurs. I'd want Jurassic Park.
1: Yeah. Like, I I get that. I... I do agree that it works better because the set is Aztec, but I the part that literally bothers me was in the video where they're talking about this, how the guy was like, oh, so historically accurate dinosaurs? Like, I hate you. I hate you so much. I mean, it's uh, true, but I'm literally it's Literally shitting out my childhood right now. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Okay. I mean, we don't know much about the set now, so we'll just no. leave it.
1: Pirate Brasca.
0: But... Pir- Pirate Brasca fighting dinosaurs. Boom. Done. Okay. <laughs> so, so John. John. Yep. The set. A- the set after that block. Yep. It's called Dominaria. Yeah. Boy. Pipe Train! Oh man, I. <laughs> i am excited
1: can i be real here just you can be real here up front i am going to be massively disappointed if there is not any card that references yawgmoth because (laughs) whoa daddy i want to see the true father of machines (laughs) i don't i don't want to see him like because everyone would be dead that's just he, oh, he's dead, and,
0: supposedly.
1: But well, he's dead, but he'll kill everyone if he isn't, right? Yeah. But yeah. I want to see anything that references Yogmoth. I like.
0: They said they basically said that they have found a way to make the set have a cohesive identity. So it'll be interesting to see what they did, but still give this like the set has tons of his, like that world has tons of history.
1: Yeah, like, like a lot of good history too.
0: Yeah, like they have to make reference to a lot of stuff. I, I was saying, all I want is a card that has like the empty husk of a Frexian dreadnought in it.
1: That's <laughs> <laughs> all you need, right?
0: Right. I don't know. Like, th- there's a lot of cool stuff they can do. I can't wait to see what they do with that one. I am pumped.
1: Me too. Like, I I just want to see that. I want. Yeah. I I like Dominaria. Like, I'm fine having car. I'm fine having things like Llanowar Elves if we're actually on Llanowar. Like, oh, man. Yeah. like, there's just so much secret lore in Dominaria, and a lot of people don't even know about it, because they told it terribly back then.
0: Oh man, the, the lore back then was impenetrable.
1: Like, unbelievably. But, you know, I actually own, like, part of the Artifact Cycle, and I got to read the actual Brothers War, and I read the Fall of the Thran, where you get to realize just how horrible of a being Yawgmoth is.
0: Yeah, yeah. But and also how now, horrible of a being Urza is, but <laughs> too. He, he's a piece of shit for being um, a, the air quotes hero of the stories.
1: You know, I, gotta, I have to give props to any man who on his wedding night, after his wife falls asleep, he climbs out of bed to go read a book that he won as part of her dowry. YOLO. Because that's why I guess. he married her. He married <laughs> her to get access to that book.
0: I'm not going to crush this smoking Hot Babe. i got to go read this book.
1: Well, he already did crush that smoking Hot Babe. You know, oh, okay. the princess of the land. He just had yeah. to go read the book when he was done, because that was the important part. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, Dominaria's Sweet Urza's going to crush some babes. We're going to see lots of awesome stuff.
1: I'm so excited. Okay. I want to see nothing but Easter eggs.
0: Like, I... I know they won't, but they better have some otherwise I'm going to be just rip shit pissed. Yeah. Okay. So, uh I guess they're doing another master set. They they said they're doing icon Yeah, they were doing iconic masters. And they're like, gosh, it's our 25th anniversary. Maybe we should do a 25th anniversary masters. So they gone do that.
1: Yeah, that's... it'll be interesting.
0: Yeah, it'll probably be fine.
1: Yeah, I'm I can't yep. <laughs> imagine it's going to be bad, but it's really hard to get hyped for. Like I'm not really yeah. hyped about Iconic Masters either. Neither am I. I can't imagine what's gonna be in there that I'm gonna really care about, right? And twenty fifth Masters is gonna run the gamut from so much shit. Yeah. Like the cards old-fashioned from old-fashioned, The thing about cards from every set means that there's gonna be a card from Homelands in there.
0: There was like a good card from Homelands, wasn't there?
1: Uh did you redo?
0: Actually people would probably want that. Is didgeridoo. that on the reserve list?
1: I don't think so. Maybe okay. it is. Who knows? You know, but put a minotaur from your hand into play.
0: I mean people <laughs> were asking for it when with Theros, so I know. Okay. So you know, let's just let's just knock off a couple more of these things. Dual decks Murfolk versus Goblins.
1: Uh super excited because any more any chance at more goblin art is fine in my book.
0: Yep, okay. Uh, from the vault, transform.
1: I'm not optimistic about this being great. Yeah, I...
0: it depends on how tight they keep to the the theme of transform. Like if yeah. they're like cards with the transform mechanic, it'll probably suck balls.
1: Yeah, like there's there's a there's a lot of options that they can do. Like the flip cards from
0: Kamigawa, Kamigawa would work, which they sucked. But I mean, like. Yeah. They would at least fit the fit the set,
1: like any sort of thing that I don't know. Could you do something like a museum Transwelliquent that change like is a clone?
0: A... I don't know. We'll see, we'll have to I see what know. they do. Like, um, yeah, it sounds like it's going to be a dual face cards for sure. Obviously, but I, yeah, that makes sense. okay. Well, yeah that that's coming out, <sighs> and then gosh, was there was there something else? Nope. I feel like I feel like there may have been another set, but
1: no, there's there's nothing else that was mentioned.
0: Oh, okay. Oh wait,
1: <laughs> yeah, there is, cause there's a third freaking onset. <laughs> oh, I'm so stoked. I, we... I, I'm I i i am not gonna lie. When I first heard there was an onset, my immediate thought was, is Maro retiring? Because <laughs> uh. I thought I've. I've been under the opinion that there were they were going to let him make a third onset as his last set in in the company.
0: Yeah, I don't think that's the truth here, but I hope oh not. my gosh. I I don't even care. I want to play some onset. I'm going to I'm going to get me some boxes and we are going to draft some GD. Can I have draft. all the lands? No, you cannot.
1: <laughs> Here's that's a but, good question. Do you think we're going to have Full art lands again?
0: I don't know what they're gonna do. I'm I'm curious because they've always done something different. Like I don't know, and don't, and yeah. now that air quotes full art lands are a thing, who knows what they're gonna do? Maybe like maybe they'll do something like um uh, landscape lands.
1: That'd be sweet. Yeah. i i Maybe would there's
0: problems with that but
1: <laughs> i would be super stoked if they literally just put all of the john avon lands in there didn't change anything about them just to tank the prices of the originals
0: that'd be it, actually kind of great
1: it would be hilarious mm mm-hmm. plus those lands are just gorgeous
0: oh god they're beautiful i bought one pack of uh unhinged and i got one of those islands in it so basically i won the lottery
1: yeah, I have a, I have a mountain that I traded for a long time ago. Oh, I, I had a chance to trade for a foil mountain, but I didn't.
0: You sh- probably should have, but whatever. Probably.
1: I'd be, like, rich right now if I had.
0: Yeah. Oh, man. I, I don't know. I'm super stoked for that set. I think there will be some sweetness, and I just want to do frickin' unset drafts because they seem absolutely retarded, and I i think people take magic too seriously a lot and so doing stuff like this is just super super fun to just kind of chill out if that makes sense
1: yeah i'm kind of worried that they're not going to it won't sell very well because none of the other ones did
0: that's not a hundred percent true because maro's talked about that before
1: about how well the previous one sold
0: yeah, he said he said they they pr- the problem is is that they printed it like a small set, which is a very different beast than a supplemental set cuz they didn't really do supplemental sets at the time. Uh-huh. And so he thinks that that affected the percep- the perception of sales.
1: Understandable. That's oh. actually really interesting, so.
0: Yeah. So we'll we'll see, I don't know. I'm going to do my part to make sure we get a fourth one.
1: Like, you know, take out another mortgage on your house to buy all the boxes.
0: All the boxes. I don't know. Like, I'd be, I would be okay if they released a silver border set like every like three to five years or something like that. Maybe four to five years. Like, and it doesn't have to be like un, but like just something that does something wonky. Like, you know, like yeah, I, I yeah I I I like stuff that's just kind of fun. I think that's worthwhile.
1: I'm I'm interested in these because there tends to always be like one or two really weird goblin cards. And I love random goblin cards.
0: Yeah, there, w- there will be a weird goblin.
1: Like goblin swat team.
0: Goblin they have, bookie.
1: They have fly swatters.
0: Yep. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> so, and then I think the last day was they, or no, Thursday of that. Yeah, they announced something changes with the PT, which we don't care.
1: They're kind of interesting.
0: Sure, talk about them, man. All I right. don't know, whatever. I, I read it and I was like, oh.
1: I mean, they don't impact us all, but the pro tour is no longer tied to release days, which is. It gives super... them more
0: flexibility in scheduling, which it's is nice. It's super
1: nifty because, but... like, one of the pro, like one of the first pro tours was actually release weekend, so it was the <laughs> first time that the pros got to officially play with any of the cards and stuff, which is super interesting. Like, if they hmm. do something like that again, and I mean, That's like. That's tough. Though it's it it's also going to result in the format not being defined for extremely early. yeah. Because you're not going to have, like, everyone defines what they play based on the Pro Tour. As to where now, mm. it's going to be like, everyone's going to define what they play based on, like, Grand Prix and SCG Opens and stuff. And the Pro Tour can still just completely change everything when the pros mm. finally focus on doing some of that.
0: Yeah, I mean, and you're going to see a very different Pro Tour versus, like, Release Weekend versus, like, five six weeks out or something
1: yeah which is that i i think it'll be really interesting because it will it's gonna spice up the coverage and stuff like that and it, it, it's going to fi- potentially fix the problem of standard growing stale extremely quickly
0: potentially we'll see i don't know it, hopefully it does hopefully it does more than i'm giving it credit for because i kind of glossed over that one because it wasn't as splashy and fun as the other days
1: yeah like yeah like they basically Thursday was nowhere near as exciting as Thurs- the Thursday
0: was the off day, <laughs> and,
1: and also the 25th anniversary pro tour will be a team trios event, which uh, I've I will state this on record. I am willingly giving up my uh, first pick of the next draft for losing our previous um, pro tour draft of people uh, uh-huh. to reserve the right to claim Peach Garden Oath as my team for the team pro tour. Because it's just the best EV play.
0: Yep, <laughs> I mean it. it, it totally is. Because I, I mean they're going to.
1: I, they're probably going to at least make top four, like
0: uh, somewhere up there. I mean, how can they not? Pretty much.
1: It's the Peach Garden Oath,
0: right? Uh, when is the next PT?
1: Um, two weeks after our of dev- Devastation.
0: Okay, so we got a little bit. I gotta fig- we gotta figure out see if anybody else wants to get in our draft, but.
1: Yeah. Actually, it might be that weekend.
0: Okay. But, whatever, they're changing Pro Tour stuff. It's going to be trios and things like that. You know what they need to do? We talked about this really quick, and I know they couldn't do it for a Pro Tour ever, but, like, I want to see some of that damn, like, uh that team constructed thing, whatever, Uh, that SCG did.
1: Yeah, the standard modern legacy.
0: Oh, God, that is the coolest freaking format idea ever.
1: They just need to do more of that in general. Like,
0: like everybody does. Like I want to play in that event. Like, yeah, yeah. Me, me, you, and Andy going and crushing. Sure. No, or like just playing at least.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I'll I'll go. I'll I'll be stuck playing standard. Everyone else will get to play the formats they enjoy. It'll be great. <laughs>
0: I don't know. I don't know what like Andy might want to play Legacy.
1: Oh yeah, so like no one else is gonna want to play standard though.
0: Well, I mean, I don't want to play modern though.
1: Oh yeah. But... Can we just
0: all play? Let's just do three person legacy. Let's just do legacy instead. Let's just have every tournament be legacy.
1: <laughs> team legacy would be sweet. We actually Gosh. could do that too, couldn't we? If we all played the decks that we primarily enjoy playing.
0: Yeah. That would be f- like, like the unify like unified legacy constructed. Yeah. Are, are you talking where you can only have like four of a copy of a card in the deck or in yeah. a, in, your, in your entire pool?
1: I don't Oof. think you you would not be able to play the blue black standstill list because I think I would I would need them for storm.
0: Well, I couldn't play blue red standstill either.
1: Yeah, you can.
0: Oh, I could. You're right because then it would be on elves.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You, well, you'd play blue red standstill and you would be playing um. Because you only play three volcanics in there, right?
0: Yeah, I only play three,
1: and I only need one for storm. We could make the fetches work. Yep. And yeah, Andy's a complete outlier. Like it wouldn't even be a, nothing he plays would matter.
0: Well, where are we gonna get our gas cradles for our decks then, right? Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, but well, that's that's announcement week. There was a that was a big damn week for Magic though, so that's yeah. cool.
1: It was just what the only stuff that happened on Friday was previous season started. so
0: Yeah, so we're, and we're not going to talk about that right now, I'm sure we will. but yeah, so I guess I'm, uh, unless you have anything else, John?
1: All right, I don't think I asked you this question before, so I'm gonna get to it. Okay. Before they announced the banning of Marvel, people were talking about various ways that they could go about fixing standard okay you know. and one of the things that got brought up was making cards that were not printed in a standard legal set legal and standard
0: this is a terrible idea why it's incredibly confusing fair and you are not the target demographic is the thing the yes. problem is the problem is is that the people who want something like that are the people who are who are playing pptqs and stuff like that to some degree Mm -hmm. they're they're the they're not you know the people who are trying to play like kind of playing their own decks like or like the le- the more casual people will will use that term, even yeah. though you know. But you know, you get what I'm saying. And it's not so much a problem that like, because I mean, the easy response to that is, is like, well, they don't need to know it's there because, you know, they're because they're not playing against the meta. Well, that's not the problem. The problem is is that if somebody plays a card against you that's not printed in standard, and they're like, no, it's totally in standard, that just feels really shitty. Yeah. Like it. it it's a super like it's a super feel baddie situation. There's no good way to get the cards into people's hands that need them, like those people that want to make the jump. So you're creating that barrier, and it's just it's just weird and confusing.
1: To be fair, we kind of already experienced something like that, but only the... from like a casual standpoint. Yeah, the intro decks that have random rares in them that are unobtainable unatt- mm-hmm. through any other set. Yeah. Like. Who was it? The six-six from original
0: Terra Stomper.
1: Uh, no, not Terra Stomper. It was something from original Innistrad. Actually, it's oh, like
0: sorry, whenever, whenever
1: a creature enters the battlefield or goes to your graveyard, or something you draw a card. Like that's legal on standard right now, and no one has any idea about it until someone randomly played it. It's <laughs> like it. I mean, it's not like it's a super good card by any stretch of the imagination. And it's see, like, those
0: cards are designed to not be good cards.
1: Yeah, but it still leads to a lot of are. confusion from people yeah. when someone plays a card with an Innistrad symbol on it, but it winds out that it's actually legal. Yeah. You know.
0: But I mean, like, that's a far lower degree, like, that, but that's also... None of those cards are designed to be constructed, like, air quotes, constructed playable, if that makes sense. Yeah. The thing is, is that, like, if you're designing the card, or if you're making a pool of cards to be constructed playable... Then, it 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 just amplifies that problem.
1: I get, uh, yeah, I, I did not agree with it. It just got brought up, and I thought it was interesting.
0: It was interesting, and I kind of thought about it too and stuff. I'm like, and eh. but then I'm like, no, this sucks, man. I yeah. hate it. I like I decided I did not like it. the The best solution, in my opinion, is to just print the cards in standard, and the best way to do that is to bring back corsets. And boom, they did.
1: Yep, there we go. They can now print pithing needle in standard whenever they feel like it. Problem solves.
0: Yeah. I don't know. I, I think you have a problem if you just constantly need Pithing Needle and Standard, though.
1: Yeah. I don't know the best part about all this, though. Huh. They can print Grind Clock again. Yeah, buddy. Best win, Con. Maybe,
0: maybe, you someday, maybe someday you'll get a new Ashiok.
1: Maybe. I was really hoping there would be Ashiok and Kit, but oh well. Alas.
0: Alas, your love. Yeah. <laughs> Alright. Alright. so If you want to send us feedback, you can shoot us an email uh at the local to the local meta at gmail.com. Um if you want to catch us on Twitter, we are at the local meta P C. Um if you want to catch John's streams, you can hit those up on twitch.tv slash gale Rivers G A L E R I V E R S. John, have you actually got your streaming set up?
1: I've got OBS and everything set up. I still need to set up the audio. I still have no music on my computer. And I'm not sure what I want to do to try and deal with that, if I'm just going to have, like, uh, YouTube open in the background playing some random thing or whatever, but...
0: Get in touch with me. I'll get, I'll get I'll set you up with Google Music.
1: That also could work, I suppose. Okay. But, uh... But,
0: all right. Yeah. So I guess uh, we will catch you next time.